Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Bitterfly Podcast with me, your host, Emily Altobly. This week's episode is about your abortion story. It is a documentary compilation of seven courageous women who decided to share their story with me. It's not easy to share your abortion story. There is so much nuance involved in the experience of choosing an abortion. So as you listen to this, listen with compassion. Let's try to leave politics, religion, preconceived notions of any kind behind and just hear people for where they're at and the experiences they've had. This episode is an interesting commentary on female autonomy, and I feel so lucky that these stories were shared with me. It's not often that you get to hear someone sit down and explain from start to finish Um, I hope in the future we create a world with less stigma and more support so women can continue to share these kinds of stories. And hopefully by the end, you have a better understanding of the context or maybe an understanding of the details involved should you ever find yourself needing to make that decision. Maybe this information will help you support a loved one in the future. This episode is dedicated to all uterus owners, past, present, and future, who made the difficult decision to have an abortion. We support you. The Bitterfly Podcast. Knowledge is food, bitches. Eat up. I always just kind of associated it with like, oh, you fucked up. Like that. That's kind of like something that you may have to deal with. I think at that time, you know, when you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, it's never going to happen to me. It's never going to happen to me. But, you know, you find yourself pregnant and you're like, well, <laughs> turns out I need an abortion. <laughs> Check me at the clinic, Planned Parenthood, what's up? So it was never for me like a question of, do I do this or not? I always just knew that it was the right choice. That decision is not an easy decision to make. I think, um, people who maybe feel like abortion is not the answer. I just don't think they understand. And it's a fucking hard decision and it's okay. Like, and it happens and you move on with your life. Honestly, my memory of it was like a sleepover. I've had an abortion. Have you? I was always pro-choice for everybody. And I think I still have that standpoint. Before I was very open-minded but I think I was under the impression I would never have to do it or it would never you know happen to me so when I had to make that choice I think it was a lot more personal and different a lot of like societal shame and family shame and all of that really um, affected me guess I never really thought about it that much until the situation came up. I do think that I was pro-choice my entire life. I just thought that I would never get into a situation that I would need one. Abortion always seemed like a scary thing. It seemed like a very extreme procedure that's very traumatic, painful. Yeah, a lot of fear behind abortion. Um, also knowing it was a normal thing to happen. Um, I think the stigma behind it definitely made it seem scary and not approachable. A very emotional process. It was something that women 
we're told to fear um, just with our education all in high school and everything. It's, you know, that dreaded thing that you don't want to happen, getting pregnant and getting the dreaded abortion. I was just kind of under the impression that I would never have to get one. Like it just, I wouldn't get pregnant because I was on birth control. Just growing up, I just thought like people got pregnant when they tried to get pregnant. You know, like if you wanted a baby, you would try to have a baby and then you would have a baby. And that's just not how it works. I never really thought about it. I was kind of old when I did wind up being in a situation where I needed to get an abortion. I was like, damn, really? Like now in my life? Um, I had friends in high school who had had abortions and, you know, that I always thought was like a great decision for whoever, you know, whatever you decide. I think that's the important thing as long as it's what's right for you. It was not the case of abortion is very bad. You never do it. It was, yeah, you know, this is, this is something that's available. And, um, you know, if you ever find yourself in a situation, let's talk about it. When I had my abortion, I was 21 years old, definitely in a party phase. Um, I had just started dating someone new, found out I was pregnant from someone else. Yeah. And it was a really easy, quick decision for me that it just needed to be done. Luckily, I was right at four weeks or five weeks or so. So I found out really quick and was able to just take the pill, abortion pill. The whole process was pretty seamless. I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't as scary as it's built up to be. I always just kind of associated it with like, oh, you fucked up. Like that that's kind of like something that you may have to deal with, but like if you don't fuck up, you don't have to deal with it. Both my mom and my grandma are health professionals, so they're like and my grandma is in OBGYN. She like has delivered many babies. She's a nurse practitioner. So I was on birth control really early. Like they were like, just take birth control. You know what I mean? Like they weren't trying to hide anything from me. Um, They weren't telling me anything was like a bad or a wrong decision. So I'm like super blessed in that regard that like, even when I did have that experience and I did have to go get an abortion, I felt comfortable to tell my family, you know, there was never like, we're going to disown you or like you're, you know, committing a sin. Like it was never like that. So they were actually some of the only people that I told at first. Um, I was 19 and uh, graduated high school, um, kind of just like starting life. Like you think you're, you're an adult, but you're really like still a kid. I had um, a boyfriend who I had been with for like a year and a half. We were hanging out one night. He like asked me like a really stupid question. Like, what would you say if I became a dad? And I was like, why would you become a dad? Like, I'm not pregnant. And he goes, well, like, what would you say? And I was like, I don't know. Like, that's such a weird question. Like, I don't even know why we're talking about this. He like sits up and he like looks at me and he goes, I got a girl pregnant. And so he like, in that moment, like all these things were in my mind. I was like, whoa, whoa, like we're in a relationship. Like, what is this about? And there was like a moment, like a, couple months prior that we broke up for a little bit of time um, and we got back together like later on but during that time that we broke up he was hooking up with like all these people well there's one girl that he hooked up with and she got pregnant and that she didn't know what she was going to do you know here I am in a relationship with this guy and he's 
like I'm finding out that he just got another girl pregnant because at that time right I'm thinking he's my future like we're we have a future together didn't really know how to digest it fast forward a little bit she decides she wants to keep the baby I kind of have to decide like what does this mean for me and this relationship well like I'm a ride or die almost too much (laughs) because I decided to stick it out with him and I'm like you know what I like convinced myself we were broken up. Like I was doing my own thing. He was doing his own thing. So like something came about it. Like I'm making the decision to stay with him. Kind of fast forward. Um, I wasn't on birth control. We were not using protection. Like he, we were just pulling out. And that was like the thing. I think at that time, you know, when you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, it's never going to happen to me. It's never going to happen to me. I remember like I hadn't gotten my period for a while. And I was just like, oh, like I must just be late. I must just be late. I went to Planned Parenthood. You know, I just heard like, oh, you know, Planned Parenthood, like they're super awesome. Even if you don't have insurance, like you can get, you know, whatever help you needed. I didn't have anybody come with me. Like I'm a very private person. And they're like, hey, well, we, are you like sexually active? And I was like, yeah, I am. And I had just like became like in that year, like in that relationship with him. And so I take all the tests and I'm, I go into this room and this lady's kind of just asking me questions, like very casually asking me questions. And she goes, oh. pregnancy test just came back and you're positive you're you're pregnant and I just remember feeling like the room was like coming in on me she tells me that I'm eight weeks and so I was like oh my gosh I'm 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 far along so my boyfriend already has another girl pregnant and now here I am pregnant she's like do you want to keep it and I I just was like I I don't know if I can answer that question right now I didn't have insurance. And so I left there with all this information and then me knowing that I'm pregnant. So the first thing I did was I just, I called my best friend. And so she was the very first person I told before, before my mom, before my boyfriend, to me, he was not my safe space. It's our body. Um, And so, you know, we're the ones that at the end of the day need to make the decision. I kind of knew that I was pregnant maybe like two weeks before I missed my period. Just because, like, the changes in my body were different than they would be if it was just PMS. I was like, oh, yeah, my tits are sensitive. This is weird. Like, I felt a lot of symptoms. Like, you know, my breasts were changing. I was, like, craving things all of the time and, like, hungry all of the time. If I had a thought about a food, I would need it before I could, like, even do anything. So... I was like so moody, so hormonal. I was like, oh, it's fine. I'm just going to start my period. Then I was like five days late. And I was like, okay, this is like normal. It's not like out of, out of left field that I would be five days late. Then I was nine days late. And I was like, oh yeah, sums definitely up. So at that point I talked to the guy and I was just like, hey, like things are definitely different. I was like, it's not unlikely that I'm pregnant right now I was like whatever happened I was like I'll take a test whatever happens like I want to get an abortion period I was just like no questions like this guy I guess we need a name for him (laughs) Bill you know he was totally supportive same deal he was just like oh yeah I also don't know if I even want children I don't know if like it's definitely not a thing I want right now obviously whatever you choose I'll support Um, so basically we were both on the same page, like if it happens, abortion. So I, um, I took a pregnancy test on what would have been my 12th day late of my period. Uh, it was positive. 
and it was kind of funny taking the test because like I was just like please don't be it please don't be it even though like I was fully expecting to be pregnant um and like I peed on the stick the pregnant line immediately went like I've taken pregnancy tests before it, I always am just like <laughs> like waiting in anticipation um and the the second line will go and the pregnant line doesn't go this time it went immediately and I was like great here we are confirmed um so immediately after that I called the Planned Parenthood of the Rockies clinic um talked to them made my appointment it was all good they had like an opening the following week after I did all that I I texted Bill and I was like hey do you want to get a beer later so we went to the restaurant um, and I broke it to him in like the best way for me and maybe for us, but it was definitely like a traumatic thing for him. I think he was more traumatized than I was. Um, and I was just like, uh, so I am pregnant. The abortion is scheduled. Do you want a shot? I could tell like he looked like he was about to have diarrhea in his pants. Um, and like I reassured him, I was like, the abortion is scheduled. It's going to be taken care of. Let's relax. I actually was, I actually said, <laughs> let's poison this thing. And then we proceeded to get wildly drunk. I had graduated college and everything, but I was really trying to figure out where do I go from here? Cause you don't make a lot of money with my degree. So it was like, where do I go? What do I do? Um, and I got back with an ex who was very, very toxic. I like would, was still married, but separated we started hanging out again. Like as soon as I knew, I knew what I had to do. So it was never for me, like a question of, do I do this or not? I always just knew that it was the right choice, but it still was very, very difficult um, to follow through with. And then to the aftermath of it as well. I I didn't want to tell him because I knew the type of person he was. He already had a kid from his, his marriage or whatever you want to call it. And I just, the way that he interacted with his kid and the way that he interacted with me and treated me, I was like, I don't want to have a child with this person. He um, told me like he would marry me, take care of me, do all these things for me and that he wanted another baby and just all this stuff. And I just like told him from the beginning, like, I didn't even want to tell you because I figured this would happen, but like, this is my choice and I've made this choice um, for myself and this is what I'm going to do. It was difficult. My sister is also pretty against abortion. My oldest sister, and she was pregnant at the time with my, her first kid and my first um, niece and nephew. Uh, And so that was hard because I would see her like growing and having this pregnancy. And she got the books that like showed you like at this stage, this is what they're at. And I couldn't like tell her anything because I was afraid of how she would respond and like treat me. So I kept that a secret from her to this day. She doesn't know that I had one but I called my, my other older sister and she's like in the middle of us, but she actually pushed me to do it because I wasn't financially stable. I wasn't in a good place mentally. So it was like, if you're going to have this kid, like what, what is it going to do to you? So she kind of like pushed me in that direction, which was hard. Cause I had, you know, one person telling me keep it and like feeling the pregnancy. I, it was hard. Cause I was like, Oh, maybe I should, but I knew what path it would take me down and where I would be, especially with this person um, called a few days after I found out to schedule the appointment. Um, and it was, I just had to wait a week 
So it wasn't too long, but I think waiting a week with like something growing in your stomach and feeling the symptoms and working with kids, it was just really hard to wait for that. So when I found out I was pregnant um, and realized I needed an abortion, I was a sophomore in college and I was dating a guy at the time who was very physically abusive. Um, He actually sent me to the hospital three times, twice with broken cheekbones, um, once with a punctured lung. And so I was incredibly broke in like the worst place I've ever been in in my life. And the thought of raising a child with this person was like the scariest thought I've ever had. I knew that at the time there was no way possible that I could raise a child or bring a child into this world that could possibly be similar to him in those actions. And I just couldn't support a child whatsoever. I was actually getting my undergrad in psychology, finally deciding I wanted to become a nurse. And I remember Googling uh, if you can go to nursing school pregnant or with a child. And majority of firsthand experiences said that most of the mothers dropped out when they had an infant. I also just couldn't afford a house for myself. And so the thought of affording a house and food and diapers, all the things you need was just out of the window. So I was broke. Like I was working two jobs and like, I just, I barely had money and like, I shouldn't be 19 and not having insurance. Like there's just that was my first order of business. And that experience was terrible. Like I had to go down to the DSHS office. I waited for like three hours. You know, you have to answer all these questions. And they'd ask me like, why do you want insurance now? And I just straight up was like, I'm pregnant. I need insurance. So once I got the like insurance, I was like, okay, now's the time that I need to kind of like let people know. He was like over the moon excited. And I was like, no, like, why are you excited? You already have a kid on the way. And now your girlfriend, like your actual girlfriend is pregnant. And I don't even know what to do because of this current situation. I had just told him like, at the end of the day, like this is a decision that I'm going to make and you're going to have to respect it. I didn't even allow him to give me his opinion initially when I told him, because I didn't feel like he had the right, like at this point, you don't have the right to tell me what you want. He looked like with his parents and I was trying to get out of, you know, living at home. And so I was doing my thing. I was grinding and he was just a lazy ass. That was the other thing. Like, where do you think like you have one in the way? Like, I don't even know. You don't even have a job at this time. Like, what are you, what are you thinking? You know, I ended up telling my mom and kind of talking to her about both like outcomes. What happens if I keep it? What happens if I, you know, and kind of learning from her experience too. Like she was able to open up a little bit more about her experience um, with abortion. I was at a point where I needed to make the decision pretty fast because the only option I had was a medical abortion. You know, I only had a, a short window to do that. Otherwise I was gonna, you know, have to keep keep the baby. You think that you, you're able to make that decision on your own, but you do kind of need some, some someone to talk to. And I actually went to this um, women's clinic in Seattle you know, they they had both styles of abortion. They um, provided birth control and it was just an all women's clinic. So men, they didn't even help men. It was just women. Um, so I felt very comfortable. Like I found a place that would really help me because I needed to understand like the medical things too. So I found out I was pregnant at eight weeks and it took me about, I would say about a month or a little over a month 
for me to get insurance with the state. It's a very long process. It's not like an immediate thing. And so now I'm 12 weeks or more. I think it was like 12, 13 weeks, um, which is pretty far along. I actually remember I started getting like morning sickness. Like I would be throwing up in the mornings. I also remember getting like feeling the feeling of my stomach actually just being like hard, like kind of creating the space for the baby, like the way your body is supposed to. And so by the time I went to this clinic to be able to have a consult and make um, the right decision, they had told me that I'm too far along for a pill abortion, that it had to be a medical procedure. I, I was leaning more towards abortion. And that decision is not an easy decision to make. I think um, people who maybe feel like abortion is not the answer, I just don't think they understand. And so I always feel like everyone's story is so important. Um, and that's kind of why, you know, with my story, I feel like it's so important to understand all the aspects. So I was raised by a single mom. I had a boyfriend who already had a kid on the way. I've always had the thought in my head, I want a better life for myself that than my mom gave for me. And we talked about this and it's nothing against how I was raised. It's just that, you know, I saw what it was like to have an absent dad and I saw what it did to me um, and how it affected me. And I just, I saw those things and I, I knew when I was um, growing up that that's not what I want for for myself and my family and my children, um, if, you know, I can prevent that. Like I wanna work towards having a family, you know, a, a healthy relationship with um, somebody that's hopefully my husband um, or just someone that I know that I'm gonna be with for a very long time. I came to the decision to have an abortion because that was what was best for me. Like I could barely take care of myself almost. Like I was just getting by working two jobs, you know, 19, like it just didn't sound like I, I laid it out in my head, like, what would the future look like for this child? And I didn't feel like I could provide. Yeah, I was a junior in college, fully financially dependent on my dad. And I enjoyed life. And like, there was just no way. The only place I knew that did abortions was like Planned Parenthood, because you hear about that. So I called them like the next day, scheduled an abortion for the next week. And I chose a medicated abortion, which is with you take two separate pills. One of them stops the pregnancy from progressing and the other one causes contractions. So you just kind of like expel everything. And I was only six weeks pregnant. And so that was that experience. And it actually was only two or three months later with my with the same boyfriend, we had stayed together and everything, um, where I found out I was pregnant for the second time. So that experience was kind of similar. I, t I, I mean, we weren't planning on it. I didn't want it. So the first time I got pregnant, I had been on birth control pills since I was 15. So I'd been on them for five years. Right before I got pregnant, I actually had something called rhabdomyolysis. And I was in the hospital for five days. And that's really, really damaging to your kidneys. Um, and it's hard on your liver. So they stopped me on my birth control like stopped me for the five days I was there and then told me I could get back on it when I left the hospital. So I did, but it was like within weeks after that, that I got pregnant for the first time. So I think that's what kind of messed that up. Um, and then the second time, even looking back, I cannot think of what happened to where I got pregnant. I mean, we were, we were having sex, obviously <laughs> we were having sex often. 
I was on birth control both times, but I think the first time there was a mess up. And I found out pretty immediately the second time too, within you know, a day or two of my period being late, I vividly remember taking a test at like six in the morning because I had to get to campus for a really early biology lab. So I just texted the picture to my boyfriend and like got on the bus and got to school, like didn't have time to talk with him with it until like that evening. He basically was like, yeah, let's get another abortion. And I was like, but maybe we should have a baby. Like this is the second time this has happened. And like, I knew in the back of my mind, I wanted to have an abortion again because I just, there was just no way. But he, when I having some, you know, more feelings about it this time than the last time, which is so normal, he freaked out and told me that if I was going to have this baby, he was going to leave me and I was going to be a single mom and like all this stuff. Like he, <laughs> just completely unsupportive of like any, I, you know, and like, I didn't want to keep the pregnancy. I wanted to have an abortion, but he wouldn't even sit with me through any feelings. So that was really hard. I didn't want to do a medical abortion again, because that was really difficult. It was painful for one, you know, and you can take ibuprofen and everything, but like, it is very strong period like cramps. So it's very it's pretty painful and mine went pretty smoothly, but I was like, well maybe this time I'll have the surgical abortion just so it's like in and out. I don't have to like deal with the the pain of it. I like researched a place that does surgical abortions and I found a really great clinic and that was like my first experience seeing or hearing other stories of abortions they had kind of like a scrapbook in their lobby of people who had written them thank you notes and so that was like super comforting just to read those notes knowing that other people had been in that situation before so I had the surgical abortion at seven weeks was my second abortion it went great they gave me they like I was feeling nervous and so they gave me like a Xanax when I got there. <laughs> they gave me like some pain medication via a shot, which was great. And they were all just so kind. And so it was just a great experience. And then after that, um, I went back to that clinic and got um, the Mirena IUD just to extra make sure that it was not going to happen again. I had just taken my IUD out because I was like, I don't want to have I don't want to be on birth control. Like I felt a lot of my friends who had been on it for as long as me were starting to get like negative side effects from it. Like whether it's, you know, fibroids or just bad things were happening to cysts, all types of stuff. And I was like, mm, I don't, I don't think this is a good thing to leave inside of me for this long. And like, I, I had was on it for like, eight years or something like that and so like I didn't have a period for eight years and I was starting to feel weird about that I was just took it out actually my grandma took it out for me <laughs> so I it was I was fine for like a few months and then I kind of just like had a, a situation where I had unprotected sex I thought it would be fine was not absolutely not fine um and it was also somebody that like I had just met, I didn't really know them that well. And the decision, I mean, leading up to even finding out that I was pregnant, I like cut off this person from like having access to me because they were starting to be a little bit crazy towards me. Like 
they were lying to me about like their work and their living situation, just very basic things that like you don't lie to people about. And then there was a day where I started to think like, am I pregnant? Because like my boobs got like hella bigger and like were painful. And I was like, oh my God, am I pregnant? So I was starting to feel that way. And I was feeling anxious about it. And I didn't have a car at that time. And I was working from home and I live in the suburbs. So it's like, not easy to like go to the store. And so this person had a car and I asked them, can you bring me a pregnancy test? He started to be really mean to me. Honestly, he, he called me a baby killer, literally for just saying that I had anxiety about potentially being pregnant. He was like, okay, I got to go get food and like hung up the phone and got off the phone. And I was like really offended. Uh, so I wound up just going to get it myself later. I didn't answer when he called me back later. And he called me like 85, 90 times in like a couple hours. And I had gone to my friend's house for lunch and he was calling me saying he was going to break into my house and all that. Like it was wild, violent. Like I have a video of him on, he called me on FaceTime and he's outside of my apartment with the hand rake from the garden like acting like he's gonna break into my house and I'm just like that's fine you're not gonna control me with like this like fear weird fear thing that you're doing and then I was like I really can't talk to this person anymore and I just like cut them off after that day and I was like don't come to my house don't talk to me don't call me like just goodbye good riddance peace be with you then I found out after that I was pregnant. I was like, I most certainly do not want to be like bound to this person forever. That sounds horrible. Like I was getting really sick from being pregnant, like would think about this person and like become even more sick. Like I was like, I can't like I absolutely can't like there's no possible way that this could ever be an option. So I told my family because of the amount of money that I was making through my job at the time, it was going to be like pretty expensive over $600, $700. I'm like, I don't have, I didn't just have a bunch of money saved up. I was paying off a lot of debt at the time. And so like, I talked to my grandma who retired from working at this place, but she worked there for a long time. It was like a private practice OBGYN place. And her friend did my abortion for me, like on her lunch break. And they gave me like a discounted fee and like my grandma came with me it was like I feel like I had like a really best case scenario like it was not scary I was really happy my grandma really plugged me and they like did it for like less than half the cost um so I called the clinic and it was so so simple eerily simple but that was I guess the nice part about it, there was like no judgment. It was specifically a clinic for these things. Um, they told me, you know, I would come in and I would need someone there with me just in case to make sure. Um, so my sister said she would go with me and that it was 500, which is a lot. <laughs> so I had told him, he said he would split it with me, but he ended up like giving me money. And then I gave it back because he needed it for bills or something. And I felt bad. Drained my bank account and ended up being $600. My boyfriend did not offer to help pay for it. So I paid, this is also a very strong memory for me. I paid $600 and that was like all the money I had. I was working part-time as a nanny, so I didn't have any money. And I paid that amount. Two days later, I went and filled up my car with gas and went to Fred Meyer to get some groceries and my card was declined. Bill ended up taking care of the cost for me and I was just like 
Tight. Thank you. At the end of the day, it's $560 out the door. You pay upon arrival, then you go do the procedure. They called and they told me um, there might be pro protesters outside the building. Don't talk to them. Just drive through the gate and like come in. The, there's a gate. It's open, but they can't come inside because I would be trespassing. But yeah, there were protesters out there. They're like yelling at you while you're driving up. And it was just like, yep, okay, whatever. Like, I'm, I'm going to go do this. It's too late. I already, I've already decided. So when I went the day of, there were people outside protesting, um, which was very frustrating and hurtful. Frustrates me that they would, you know, think they had a choice in that. Um, such a big decision. Um, I arrived, checked in. You have like a small consultation with one of their specialists and they go through the entire procedure with you. They give you a packet. You follow along with the procedure. Um, they like cover all of the risks. They ask you about um, like kind of your lifestyle and your history. Um, it's very supported the whole way. Like they, they just want to make sure also that like this is a decision you're making because it's right for you. Are you safe? Like you're not being pressured into doing this by anyone. This is your choice. And like, at first I was like, oh yeah, I guess I'll do the pill. Cause the pill option is basically it induces a miscarriage. So like just makes you vacate. You're just like having a miscarriage for five days. So I called back and I was like, actually I changed my mind. Can I get the procedure? Because I was like, that's gonna be one and done. I'll be able to go back to the comfort of my home, recover. I'm not like purging my uterus for five days, which like just seems a little traumatic. They didn't give me a choice of surgical or a pill. They said because of how far along I was, it would be a pill. So I think it just depends if you hit like a certain point, then you have to do the surgical. But yeah, for me, it was, they just told me it was a pill. So I think that's why it was cheaper too, is the farther along you got, you get. And on the website, it shows it, it increases in money. So that's probably why also. It was actually two appointments, like one day and then I went back the next day. So the first day I went in and they just, you know, clarified with me that this is what I wanted to do. No one was making me do this, that I was in a safe relationship. And then I took a pill that would stop the pregnancy. So basically like stop any growing happening in my uterus. And I was told to come back the next day to take or to pick up the prescription for the pills I would take at home that would start the contractions. I went back the next day, got the pills and it was a two pills you put in your cheeks and they just dissolve over like 30 minutes, pretty much like 10 minutes after you put them in and they're like dissolving, you can start feeling the cramps. And I probably bled pretty heavily for a day or two. And the really intense cramps weren't for the whole time. Um, those were just initially. And then it was kind of just like I had a heavy period for a couple days. Yeah, it was all very easy. Definitely the pain didn't happen till after the second pill, probably a couple hours into it. It just feels like really extreme cramps. A uh, blood clot comes out of you and then you're done. <laughs> um, it was a lot easier than I was expecting. It was a lot less scary. Yeah, as far as experience, um, I was very impressed by my friend's just courage and like reaction throughout the whole thing. 
Honestly, my memory of it was like a sleepover. I remember we got lots of snacks. <laughs> we just posted up in the room and I waited outside the bathroom, just sitting on the bed for hours, um, con- like checking in every once in a while, giving a knock and making sure that she was doing okay in there. Yeah, just stayed the night and watched movies, you know, a normal sleepover with an added element. Yeah. <laughs> Abortion sleepover. <laughs> so they brought me back into like the the procedure room. There was a nurse there. She took my vitals again. Um, she put an IV in me. They have you put a maxi pad in your underwear. Then they you take off your pants and just like put them over there. And then you put the gown on. Um, and you lay on a bed. And they it was actually quite cute. All of the rooms I was in had little like butterfly mobiles up top so it was like it was cute it was relaxing um I was nervous like I was kind of quite nervous the whole time but I was like I know this is what I want so like it'll be okay at the end of the thing but I was like I don't know what to expect so they came back and the doctor was there she walked me through again um like what was gonna happen and she said um I'm gonna be like walking you through while I'm giving the procedure she's like not in detail but like you'll feel you'll feel pressure now or you know those kinds of like light descriptions um they administered the drug in my IV and I completely blacked out I don't remember a single thing they said like oh yeah once we see the drugs starting to take effect um, we'll have you just put your legs up in the stirrups and then we'll begin to do the procedure once you're like relaxed. Uh, Yeah, nothing, total darkness. I blacked back in, I think maybe after or as I was putting my pants back on, like the nurse was holding me. I I don't remember putting my pants on. I'm pretty sure she helped me put my pants back on. Then we like walked out of the procedure room and went to the recovery room. That part was kind of scary just because like, I was like not able to walk and there was like, mostly just like from being drugged. I didn't have any pain. Bill came and picked me up. I basically told him before we went in, I was like, he's like, okay, just let me know what you need. And I was like, honestly, when you pick me up, have a pizza already ordered so that we can just pick it up on the way home. I was like, I want to eat a slice and then I'm going to go to bed and I want you to leave. <laughs> and we did exactly that. Um, I just like took it easy the whole day. It was like the, the day two and three following the procedure that I started to get more crampy just because like your uterus was just purged of everything and you need to, you know, start rebuilding that up again and kind of getting back to normal and like coming back down to size because it's, you know, changed. I don't know about babies. Ugh. Did they even give me sex ed? But anyway, yeah, I would say it was only uncomfortable for like two or three days after the procedure and they gave me like heavy duty ibuprofen so I would take one of those every eight hours and I was feeling good I'm lucky enough wow why am I so emotional that uh my mom was the one who figured out through Planned Parenthood how to do it the process of it and she actually brought me to get my abortion um and she paid for it too I think it was around 250 or something like that so Planned Parenthood didn't give me a choice on a pill or surgical I was too far along my mom and I pulled up to the clinic and I remember like shaking in the parking lot 
And then I went in and I had to fill out paperwork. My mom was holding my hand, walking back. This is the part that gets me every time. Um, they weren't very understanding when it came to that I didn't want to see um, the ultrasound. They asked me if I wanted to. And I said no, um, because I didn't want to see what I was doing. And they continued to ask me multiple times, kind of making me feel like I was making the wrong decision. Honestly, they asked me over and over again. I'm sure I wanted to make this decision. And I kind of actually felt pretty judged by the, I think she was a nurse that was helping me. But so first I went back to the clinic area and then we went into a different room where I they asked for the third time if I wanted to see the ultrasound and they took an ultrasound and I could hear the not there wasn't a heartbeat but just the movement of the ultrasound and even that like got me really thinking if this was the right decision um and then I laid on my back and they inserted a tube into my vagina and uterus and it was kind of like a vacuum and then five minutes later it was done and I bled for probably a week after. During the procedure, the actual feelings I felt of the per se vacuum um, was just pressure. Uh, they told me to take ibuprofen before I came in. They didn't give me any pain meds. The experience for me was not really what I expected because I never have had researched how it goes or anything. And I honestly thought that the people at Planned Parenthood would be a lot more understanding instead of they seemed super biased. The experience wasn't joyful at all. It was pretty heartbreaking. Um, but the thing that made me realize this was the right choice because I wanna be able to love my children fully without any negative emotions towards how they got into this world. The thought of constantly being in contact with their dad for the rest of my life is probably my worst nightmare. When I, I got there, you know, I waited in a waiting room. There were other women waiting. There was a younger girl, like probably around my age um, or maybe a little younger there as well. And like, I just felt like this weird bond towards her. But I sat there with my sister and we waited and then you go back alone. Um, they do an ultrasound to just confirm and like a P test to confirm that you're pregnant. So I did that and throughout that process, I think maybe it was the first time that I was really questioning, like, is this the right choice? Am I doing the right thing here? Am I going to regret this? Just because it's the process and they really put that in your head too. Like this, once you take this first pill, like there's no going back. You have to complete this. Like, is this something you want to do? And I get that, but um, all that pressure, like it was a lot. They do the ultrasound. The nice thing is that the nurse was really nice. She like complimented like that I smelled good, which was interesting. Um, and asked me like, hey, do you want to do you want to see the ultrasound? Like, but I chose not to see it because I knew if I did, like it would be really harder for me to make that choice. So and then um, after they confirmed, she told me like, okay, you're this far along. I think I was about six weeks, almost seven weeks along. And so again, they said like, okay, no going back. Like once you you know, you take a pill there, no reversing that. And if you choose to, like, there could be birth defects, all of the, these things wrong with the baby. So I was like, no, like, I know I need to just swallow it and get it done. So um, they had me sign a paper 
saying like nobody was influencing me no one was coercing me to do this that it was of my sound choice and I wanted to do this myself you know again like I was living in my sister's house in a room like I didn't have anything a career yet I didn't have I wasn't making good money like I had a crappy car like I just wasn't in the position to even take care of myself let alone something else for such a long time yeah I signed the paper and then they give you the pill um, it's just one, one pill I swallowed. So you take it there they make sure you're okay. Um, and then gave me the other pills I would have to take later. So it's about, I think it's 12 hours later, you put these other pills. I think it was two pills. You put them like under your tongue or in your cheek and you have them like dissolve in your mouth and you have to sit there and let them dissolve fully. Um, and then it really starts the process. Um, I didn't expect it to hurt as bad as it did. I think that was like one of the harder parts too, is it was incredibly painful. And even with the Lord's habit, like did not help at all. Really crappy because the dude that I was with, I asked him because it was on his birthday and I felt really bad about that. And I was like, listen, like this is the earliest I can get, but like, I understand it's your birthday. Like I can wait, you know, um, because I don't think that's fair and whatever. And he was like, no, it's fine, whatever. Well, we're going to go to a baseball game with my parents. And I was like, great. So after having gone and done this and waiting to take the rest of them I was like at this baseball game with him um and his family so it was just really weird and then he like wanted to keep celebrating his birthday so he was like oh I want to go to this casino and keep drinking and gambling so we went there and I told him like hey I have to go back and like do this and he got mad at me we went back to his house and he pretty much fell asleep and I sat there like by myself like just like letting this dissolve and like just cried and cried because I think it was that part that was like okay this is final you know so I took the final two pills and I was like waiting for what would happen next really and essentially they told me you'll just start bleeding so I was kind of just waiting to bleed like waiting for something to happen it started to hurt incredibly bad I got like worse cramps but 10 10 times like in my back and my stomach just like folded over um, crying. I had already took um, a Lortab pill, like kind of anticipating that it would hurt. I was like keeled over the bathroom, just crying because it hurt so bad and like throwing up because it hurt so bad. And like the place that he was at didn't really have like the best bathtub. So I was like trying to get a bathtub. I needed a heating pad, all of these things. And he was just like frustrated that I woke him up because I was like in pain. So I had called my sister crying and I was like, I need to like, I need to leave. Like I need, it was probably like 12 or one in the morning and it was a weekday and she was like don't worry about it so my sister actually drove and picked me up pretty far to get me and take me to her house or back to my house where I was living with her um she picked me up ice cream she picked me up a heating pad like everything and I just laid on her couch um and she gave me a pair of sweats I think I had started bleeding at his house I did I, I started bleeding at his house and like really feeling it knowing like okay it's happening yeah, so I had gone to the bathroom because um, I felt like this urge to pee. And when I went to the bathroom, um, that's when it had fallen out. So it was like the chunk of tissue or the sack or like whatever the tiny little fetus was, it had come out. So that kind of dropped. Um, I think it was in like the pad that I was wearing. And um, because I think this was like a pretty intense thing for me was like I had not large by any means. I, was, I wasn't really far along, but it was like a chunk of whatever it is and I like had to pick it up and throw it in the toilet and I think that was like really really hard too I was out of it for like a day a day and a half just like incredibly tired 
like just so fatigued because I think your body like I don't know exactly how it all works but like just with the the cramps and pain and everything I think my body was just like done so um I slept like the whole next day and then but after that like after like the fatigue and the, the day after like I was back to normal like I didn't hurt at all like I wasn't tired like I didn't have any other aftermath with it it was really just like more of the emotional stuff after that a medical abortion is very it's very intense and it's a it's the two-day procedure but the first day that I went there um they basically have to prep your body for this type of procedure um and so what they do is they dip these um like gauze pads into this certain solution and they'll put it inside of you and they let you know like how much is going to go in there and kind of how you're going to start to feel um and that first day like there's no going back so if you were to come back the second day and say like oh you know I actually don't want to do this anymore that's not an option so the first day they really you know, they ask you a few times, you know, are you sure this is the right decision for you? I was at peace with my decision to where I could say yes without hesitation. Prepping your body is not just um, with the gauze pads and the solution. It's also um, opening you up a little bit to be able to allow them to go in and, and do the procedure. That took maybe about an hour. Um, and they were telling me like, when you go to the bathroom, like it's going to sting because you're kind of, it's, you're urinating like through the gauze pads. And so it's going to, it's the solution's kind of spread more. And that was a good thing that it was spreading more, but it just, it wasn't very comfortable to use the bathroom. Um, so this is 24 hours before the procedure. So that day I just was kind of like lounging around and you kind of start to feel the feels at that point um, because, you know, there is no going back. And I think a couple of times throughout the process, I question my decision like oh my gosh I don't think I'm doing the right thing um and so that that's tough too because mentally um you really have to make sure that you know what you're doing and and the outcome of it and so then the next day we go back my friend picks me up we drive out there we go back um the first thing they do though which I it's not the most fun is they do an ultrasound so like but they turn the monitor away so you don't have to look um, and see it because, you know, you, that's not something that you want to see. Um, they, they turn off everything. So you can't hear the heartbeat. Um, you can't hear anything. Cause at this point there is one. Um, and that's just, that's kind of just the reality of the situation. Um, and they, um, bring in all their machines after they do their ultrasound. They make sure that everything is looking good. As far as dissolving, they kind of say like things are going to start to dissolve inside of you. Um, and so things were looking good to where they could, they could continue. I wouldn't say that anything severely hurt. Like there was not a um, mass amount of pain where it was like so traumatic. It was more the sound of the machine and it's kind of like a suction. And it's just to make sure that everything comes out of your body. So there's no residual because any type of residual. So the, the noise was the worst part. And I think they had asked me, you know, like, do you want to bring headphones? Like, you know, you can bring headphones, you can listen to something. But I, I guess I didn't fully understand. Um, but it was pretty loud. And it was pretty quick, I would say it was maybe 30 seconds. And you do feel the pressure because something's going inside. Um, and they turn it on, and it just kind of sounds like a really loud vacuum. And then you're done. The, I could definitely feel that the pain medication was working, but it was still like, a lot of pain for me. Like, and it was like, in the most intense cramps it wasn't like really pinching it was like cramps like I wanted to like ugh, like 
curl up, you know, and I wanted it to be done immediately. It was a horrible experience, obviously. Like, it was very painful for me. That was like, I can never do that again. Like, it was a horrible pain. And I immediately felt better after. It was, I mean, it was painful. Anybody who's had a surgical abortion or has gone through childbirth knows the pain of having your cervix dilate. I was, let's see, I was seven weeks. So I think they did end up dilating me to like a six or seven centimeters. And they do it very quickly. They do it in a matter of minutes. Like this, the surgical abortion doesn't take more than like five to 10 minutes from start to finish. And so the nurse who was standing next to me, I had my boyfriend on one side of me and a nurse on the other side of me. And she was putting pressure on my abdomen, which felt really nice. And she was like, this will help. And so they were just great there. And once the surgical abortion was done, I had very minor cramps, but no bleeding because they had taken everything out. Like looking back, I would highly recommend surgical abortions just because they're quick. If you want, I'm sure you could get some good drugs (laughs) to help you through it. And then there's no, you know, you don't have to deal with any bleeding afterwards. And then you do go back I think a week later for either situation to take a pregnancy test or I opted for another ultrasound just to make sure everything was out that needed to be out. And it was right after I was done, they're like, okay, we're all finished. I was, I just started crying and I was like, I I didn't make the right decision, but that was, I think just the emotion of the process and not that I didn't make the right decision. So after the procedure was done, they were the ones to really give me my options. Like, you know, to prevent something like this in the future, we think that birth control is the best option for you. And so I did end up getting birth control with them, which it was like, I just feel like it was such a great, a great thing. And I'm really happy that they were, you know, they were there and they provided me all the right resources. They provided me the answers to the questions that I had that I guess I just hadn't asked or thought like, maybe I should go see a doctor and talk about birth control. They have so much good information to like help you make your decision as well. So if you're on the fence, there's lots of resources out there for you. It definitely was not what I expected. I think like when I had made the appointment, I was worried it would be surgical. It would be like this big thing. And so for it to be so fast, so smooth at the beginning, I was like, I don't know, nervous, but also relieved. But then when I did take the the two pills later to fully finish it and the pain that I felt and like, the aftermath, I think, was the worst part about it was really like the shame for me and trying to like move forward from that, which I honestly didn't think that I would have carried as much as I did. But it definitely was, I don't want to scare people, but it was it was worse than I thought it would be. During my um, follow-up appointment, actually, this is 16-year-old or whatever was there with her boyfriend, and then the parent, her parents were there. And the mom was sitting there talking about God and like the Bible and like how this is wrong and like, okay, like your kid, I don't agree with it, but like do what you have to do. But like in a room full of women that have already made this choice or are making this choice, like that, that doesn't have a place here. So I was getting really frustrated because go do that privately. Like don't do that in a room full of women making this hard decision for themselves because she was being very loud about it too, you know, like causing a scene you know, hearing people talk like badly about you and a choice you've made, that was a hard choice to make or something that you're struggling with after was just really, really messed up. So I think I carried a little bit of that with me too. It confuses me that it's even like a thing that like 
people debate and talk about like it's on the news and stuff like that I'm like it's just really a really personal thing it's it, people should have access to this like it doesn't really matter to anybody else except the person getting the abortion whether or not somebody gets an abortion think about if you're in her shoes think about if your whole life was going to be flipped upside down in a way that you didn't plan think about for example my position doing having an abusive relationship causing a pregnancy the trauma that you will live with forever and stop being selfish like you're not in charge of anybody else's life put your biases aside and understand that that person went through something that nobody ever wants to go through I think we as a society also say well you made this choice right to have sex or whatever and you have this baby now so you have to like give up your hopes and dreams and your life and your body and your everything for this thing because you've made that choice and I don't think that that's true either like you get to decide when you do that and if in that moment you're not ready or wanting to sacrifice like part of your life because essentially that's what it is like being a parent is a lot of sacrifice and if you're not there and ready and wanting to do that then you don't have to do that it's hard because I would never want to tell somebody like you should or shouldn't just because it's so personal but having been through it I feel like you you do know like you might you know know you want to get one but then feel bad because there's such a stigma around it or maybe you already have kids and you feel like you should, you know, if, especially if you're in a place in your life where you can financially support a kid, but like, that doesn't mean you have to have one, you know, you can have an abortion at any age for any reason. I know somebody who purposefully got pregnant with their partner and then they suffered from terrible depression during the early parts of their pregnancy and decided they couldn't do it. And that's just as valid of a reason to get a, an abortion as, you know, anything. Everyone has their own own story and their own reasons. And there's no right or wrong answer for one person. Either way, it is going to be something that you will remember throughout your life and probably touch back on at different points throughout your life. I think it would be really hard to have made a decision too quickly or to have been influenced by someone else and then look back on it and have those regrets because, you know, it's, it's not something that you can undo. While it may be the right decision, it will be something that sticks with you for the rest of your life. And I try to not think about it in a way that I murdered my child or something like that. Don't think about it that way. I think about it more like it's better off like this for me and whoever that child would have been. It randomly will come back to you on days that you don't even expect it and just know that you will cry and you will feel a lot of guilt definitely there was a lot of just shame for like a decision that I had made um there was some questioning of like did I make the right choice um again and a lot of I went I was in therapy before and I continued you know I'd go to her and talk to her about you know, how I felt like I had killed my baby. I had like, you know, made this choice that was wrong of me to like essentially take a life. And she was like, you didn't, you have to like stop looking at it in that way of like that you've killed something, you know? Um, so I started to, to kind of change that. And I think I struggle a little bit with that now of like, you know, I still made a choice to end a life. Right. 
um, even if it's not necessarily a viable life with therapy that that helps me get through it and kind of just processing it kind of like a loss like a grief you know kind of I like asked for forgiveness to it I would like cry and talk to it I like wrote a letter to it um and just let myself really grieve I just feel like I have to reiterate this for people but like it wasn't like a I regret this grief it was a this was such a hard choice, but like, I deserve to still grieve the loss of something, you know, that I wasn't ready for. And that I knew I wasn't ready for, but something that I had to do and maybe in the future would want to be ready for. And I think that's what was hard too, was really deciding like, okay, well, when you have kids, does that make you selfish? Because you're choosing to do it when you're ready instead of like, you know, this, this gift you had been given or something. Uh, Now I don't feel that anymore. Um, I don't feel any shame or grief or sadness really about it. There are a lot of people around nowadays that are like really against abortion and like even saying things like it's uh, like spiritually disabling for women to get this. Now, when I like encounter those thoughts, I'm like, I there's no way you could ever convince me of that because I actually felt that it was spiritually elevating for me because I was able to like make a decision and realize the things I was doing were out of alignment with my like highest self. A move that's empowering for women and can actually be something that makes women feel strong because they made the best decision for them. Abortion is a form of self-care. After I got the abortion, I felt very empowered. Like it was a the first, I think, really big decision I had to make in my life. I want to normalize talking about it. Like, I'm not ashamed of having gotten an abortion. Like, I made the correct decision for what my life is currently. And it, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. And I want people to know, like, if you need to get an abortion, one, you're not alone. So many people have had abortions. And two, like, it's nothing to be ashamed of. So honestly, 10 out of 10 would recommend if anyone needs an abortion, do it. I love them and I love that they're an option for people who find themselves pregnant who don't want to be pregnant. I don't consider it to be a big part of my life. I like hardly ever think about having abortions. Um, Ultimately, if I were to be pregnant again and not want it, I would get another one. I don't view it as a scary thing anymore. I don't feel like there has to be all of the trauma and emotion connected to it. I think it can be just a choice that someone has to make. And that misconception that like people that have them are drug addicts or get multiple abortions or like, you know, can't take care of themselves or won't amount to anything. Like it's just, it's the same way that we stigmatize like mental illness or substance abuse, right? And people that struggle with that. I think a lot of people don't understand that you probably know multiple people that have had one and we are out here like doing bigger, better things for ourselves, you know? I would like to see people not be ashamed or embarrassed to share abortion stories just because it is so common. I didn't even know how common it was until I started sharing my story. Like I remember sitting with a group of my friends that were kind of new friends and I had said like, oh, I've had an abortion. And one of them was like, oh, me too. And I was like, well, right on. Like, you know, that, that's great. Like that's half of us sitting here who have had abortions. Like, and you know, her story similar to mine, just, you know, didn't want to be pregnant. 
so had an abortion. I'm like, yeah, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. I'm definitely open about it. If someone opens up that they've had an abortion, I will definitely say right there with you. (laughs) Let's talk about it. (laughs) Me sharing with other people made them so oftentimes share that they've experienced the same thing. The topic of abortion right now in the world is very sensitive. For me, there's a little bit of fear of sharing my opinion because what if I lose people in my life because of it? I am open about it. I think I could be more open about it. And that's kind of why I wanted to have this conversation today because it's something that I've went through and I would love for somebody to be able to take something from my story I feel like it's something people think like, oh, I I need to, I shouldn't tell people that I, I even catch myself and I'm like super open about everything. I even catch myself being like, maybe it will make somebody else uncomfortable if I like share this about myself. I think it's something that people are afraid to discuss. I also think it's something that people really put off onto like shelf off onto women and just say, this is a women's issue. You know, people that may not be women or are scared to discuss it, I think are easily quick to dismiss it in that way, which keeps the conversation closed. You know, people posting things on Facebook and talking about it, like I really stopped doing that because my family is so, my mom says family is so Christian that they would like attack me on them. Um, And they don't know that I've had one, but it just became so triggering for me. And I think still is if people fight me on it. It does like make you feel like if my family knew that I chose to do that, would they love me less? There's so many people that have had an abortion. Like it's like a sensitive issue. And it's also not really anyone else's business, but your own business. I'm not that sensitive, but there might be sensitive people out there that you could be really hurting their feelings (laughs) trying to talk about this. So yeah, there's a lot of insensitivity. So if any insensitive people are hearing this, like... No, that is not a topic that you should just be openly debating, especially if you don't bear children. If you aren't going to have your body and your life pretty much permanently changed by having a child, you don't get to have an opinion. There is 100% a stigma around abortion, and I have found that majority of the stigma is ran through male dominance um, and the thought that women's bodies should be controlled by men just like how it's always been in history if you don't have a uterus you can shut the fuck up part of abortion that's talked about on the media is like you find conservative groups talking about how bad it is when really like I don't know the exact numbers but I would think it's around some 70 percent of Americans support abortion and support a woman's choice so it's just unfortunate that what we see online and in the news is that 30% that, you know, is anti-choice just because that's not the majority of people. And I think a lot of times people who have had abortions can be, can shy away from talking about it because they think that that's the general opinion when it's really not. I feel like um, there is a thought like, okay, after you've had an abortion, like you are the minority of people who have gone through something like this and I don't think that's the case at all I think there's more people in this world that have abortions but it's just a very silent process Um, and that silence needs to be unsilenced it's okay like it's a moment in time that you made a decision that was best for you things that you add to your medical record and then that's it like there's nothing more to it there's not 
um, like this cloud hanging over you, there should never be um, judgment from somebody else. And if there is, and they're just not the right person in your life, it's a fucking hard decision and it's okay. Like you make that decision and it happens and you move on with your life. So you don't never feel like it's not okay or it's not allowed or you're alone. Like this is really important. And there's so many different reasons that somebody could need one. If you don't have an option at all, I fear for um, just our future in that something that should be available for everyone as a right. I know that if I was to be in that experience then or now, it would definitely be my decision. Um, And the thought of not having that available is really scary. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that there's actual fucking laws banning women from getting abortions when babies should not be brought into a world unless somebody is ready to take care of them. I have so many qualms with about what pro-life means. It's like you want to bring this fetus into the world that doesn't even have a heartbeat yet. Meanwhile, you're not taking care of the people who are alive and like in the system. Everybody should just have the choice to decide what they do with their body, regardless of what it is. Like we should all have that autonomy to choose. People should always be able to have access to the safe version. I want people to know that abortion is normal. And it's a, you know, just just a medical procedure people choose to have done. It can feel embarrassing to get pregnant when you're not planning on it. And that also goes back to there being such a stigma around like sex in general. And so hopefully, you know, over time, when we do talk about it, people aren't, you know, bringing up religion or things like that, that get in the way of it because I think that it's just like another another medical thing like you have a cold or you need to get your tonsils taken out okay you don't want to have a baby like okay like that's fine you don't need to do that but I think that's like a whole societal shift right of like how we view women in general and their purpose I want to see this conversation expand like you know there is like growing up we did have like a sex ed class like we need to have this conversation when we're older in a controlled environment with a medical professional um, and that's not something that I see happening right now, but I would love to see that happen because education is so important. Like, why aren't we being educated on real life things? And this is a very real life thing that we need more education on as a society. Like a good resource that I've found is called Shout Your Abortion. They have a website and they have an Instagram page and it's just people who have had abortions sharing their stories. And it's so comforting to see those sometimes, especially with all of the news media saying like, oh, abortions are bad. You're a baby killer, which is just not scientifically correct at all. Um, (laughs) But then, you know, these, you know, millions and millions of people who have abortions who are saying, you know what? No, like I'm a good person. I made a medical decision for myself and it was the best decision I've ever made. I hope that the conversation over abortion just becomes way more normalized and accepted and not just a conversation between women hopefully it becomes a conversation between men between women and men I feel like it should be approachable for everyone to ask questions to feel comfortable enough to like talk about everyone's valid to have their own opinion but everyone should be able to decide what they do with their body. Asking someone to go through a pregnancy and all the, that, all the implications of a pre- pregnancy is a huge thing to ask if that's not what you want for your body. And 
I don't think that that decision should be made just because some people feel uncomfortable. I want to see the abortion conversation continue. I don't think it's something that um, should ever end. Like this option is so, so important. And to be able to make the decision of whatever we want to do with our bodies should always be there. Um, If I were to get pregnant again next week, I would get another abortion. It really was like, okay, your life is going to go in one of two directions right now. It's like you're either going to have this person's children who was like already mistreating you or I have like all these other things that I'm trying to do and trying to focus on. And, you know, you need to be choosing yourself. I feel like it was just an important like lesson that I had to learn. I, and to this day, don't feel like I made the wrong choice. I always knew along the way that what I was doing was the right thing, but right decisions can be incredibly painful and uncomfortable too. So I, I mean, at the time I knew it was best for me. And then after having my daughter so many years later, it like kind of confirmed that it was the best just because I feel like until you have a kid, you don't know how much they're going to take from you, like emotionally, mentally, physically, like they take everything from you. And I was like, not ready to give that to somebody else when I was 20 years old. I don't regret a decision at all. And I'm excited um, in the future, you know, to want to one day have kids. And I think that when I do that, I will be way more ready than I ever was um, before when I was pregnant. I was a kid and I think that no matter what anybody says, even at 19, like you're still, you're still a kid trying to like figure out this life. I don't think that I would have evolved to where I'm at in my life or the person I am now, if I would have continued on with my pregnancy and had the baby, you know, that would have been my main focus. And I was still growing up myself. I'm very happy with the decision because I'm in a really good place in my life and I've worked really hard to get where I'm at. I mean, I'm a firm believer of like, even through the painful things, we take it and move forward with it. I have traveled a ton. I work full time, going to school full time. And I'm also just not out of my party stages yet in life. And so nobody wants a drunk mom. (laughs) There's been many times I have just imagined what my life would be like if I didn't get an abortion. I've gone to school. I've been able to travel. I spent almost a year traveling. Yeah, I definitely expanded as a a woman and um, grew into my personality, grew into like my skills and just found myself more. Getting those abortions is definitely one of the best decisions I've made because of that. I was able to finish school, meet my husband, have my soon to be two kids, you know, and so it just, there's no comparison between the life I would have had and the one I have now.